Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life, like what we're Netflix binging. That's what I've been doing all day, so that's the only thing I have anything to say about. I am watching Legends DC's Legends of Tomorrow as being forced oh, upon me by my brother and his partner. I was gonna say. <laughs> I've got Final Space and She-Ra to catch up on, so. Hell yeah, you do. I haven't done uh, Final Space yet, but me and Brogan are watching She-Ra, uh, but on my own, I am binging through uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and that's where all of my day disappeared, too. Uh. <laughs> and so, oh, oh. I, yeah. I'm also, sorry, I don't know if you're about to move on, so I needed to get in there. Uh, no, I, I'm also watching all of Pokemon <laughs> from the beginning, which is great. Oh, <laughs> are you? Oh, that's oh amazing. I, I started doing that a couple years ago with my brother with Yu-Gi-Oh! I mean, like, I will say, <laughs> oh like, God, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon gets rough. It's, oh, there's a, there's a big what? chunk in the middle, which is just... Not great. Mm. Oh, I genuinely thought that you meant that it gets rough, like it gets like really gritty. But then I <laughs> realized that probably made no sense. It gets really controversial there in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like just in the middle. <laughs> you like... just you don't want to translate what Bulbasaur is saying. <laughs> <laughs> So this week, my dudes, we have with us Alfred Clark. Uh, official winner of Best oh, Boyfriend sorry, yes. Picker. Mm. Uh, offi- official official winner, Best Boyfriend Picker, Alfred Clark. Golf claps all oh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we also have with us a uh, big old loser, Allie Goldhaber, I guess. I, I, concede, I concede to the decision. And you allowed me to keep my boyfriend and not give him to you. Which, yeah, you know, so I, I gonna... kind of win uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I was going to raise this raise this point am i the only one who lost their boyfriend no no well okay here's the thing <laughs> did you of take my boyfriend you, ha- you left me my one true love <laughs> but right. also they're like apart from a select few there, there's a lot of all of them so there's enough to go around <laughs> oh i was i was pitching the specific image there's in the monster one. manual that one yeah i mean they had to have a they had to there's have a, a, a model to draw the specific one oh absolutely uh, is mate, I should also say, I was also like setting you up specifically with Tiamat. Like, I, I, I don't have any interest in her. I'm like, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not an idiot. Um, I'm, I'm, I thought she was perfect for you. I could picture that date, by the way. <laughs> is my Tiamat just going on a little date? little bistro table? <laughs> I feel like it has to be a very big bistro table, oh, or yeah. like one little bistro table and one big bistro table, like next to it. You know, mm, even better. <laughs> I, I was just imagining, like, human-sized chair, human-sized table, extremely large other chair. <laughs> just <laughs> big, just, yeah. Five dragon heads, just one big dragon bite, though, so. We also have with us other big old loser Caillou, I guess. I don't I, know why I've made this happen. <laughs> I, I, can, I can test your decision. I still made the optimum choice, I feel. Mathematically, I'm <laughs> I mean, correct. I, I did really enjoy listening to the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has an AC at 25 is the highest AC in the game. Yeah, uh, that's what they're for. I Equal place. Equal <laughs> I also like that despite all the math and calculations, you still managed to pick out what might be the only heterosexual woman but in the whole of it's, the monster It's not map. listed on the stat block. Uh, all right? Uh, uh, people make mistakes. 
this is why we have to look beyond the stats. That was what the I mean, message it, of the episode was. I, I, I refuse to believe that after um, how long does how, how long has Tiamat lived? I don't know. Right. Um, but basically, crazy. since the days of thunder. But like, they just so specifically were just like, ah, yes, but she enjoys the male dragons. I'm like, why have you yeah. done this to me, Wizards of the Coast? But they're not saying that she doesn't enjoy the the lady dragons. I mean, it's kind but of saying. It, that. I mean, it's fair. I mean, I, I completely understand your criticism. <laughs> I, I, mean, I agree, and oh, yes, it should be different. I mean, who's to say? Maybe she she likes male dragons, but humans like well, I don't know. Like, uh, who knows? Know humans, you know, yeah. uh, doesn't specify about humans. Doesn't say anything. Well, <laughs> Which, yeah, it, it did say Tiamat's feelings about mortals. Yes, yes, yes. It did. It did <laughs> definitely true. specify about humans, and it was not. In a positive <laughs> <way>. <laughs> uh, uh, you also have me as your host, Ismay Hutton. Uh, so this week, guys, we're obviously uh, we're talking about barbarians, which is why everything that we've been speaking up to, about up to now has been very barbarian mm-hmm. themed. Um, yep. So yeah, we're back on we're back on our classes, and we're bringing barbarians to the table. I am very sad that we have uh, two of the the main players of uh, half damage here, neither of which is the barbarian. Yeah, I, I was fine. going to try to concede my spot to Ian. But it appears that he's a busy yeah. boy doing things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we are talking about barbarians and all the good shit about them. Like, I don't know if I need to give barbarians an introduction. They're one of the D and D classes. That's kind of their whole deal. Uh, <sighs> and I will. I will start off by saying I put forward. That Barbarian is the class that I normally suggest to people who are playing D&D for the first time because... One, easier. Two, easier. Three, still interesting though, but four, easier than (laughs) anything to do with magic. I find that Barbarian actually has a lot of weird little rules exceptions that makes it quite difficult to actually, like, get a grasp of. For example, your rage damage... Mm-hmm. Um, the bonus damage you get when you're raging, it's like you have to remember to add it when you're raging, but not when you're not raging, and it's just... See, like, I feel like it's easy if you just, like, set it out nice for them on, like, a character sheet, just, like, have a nice big box that says rage damage, and then just in big block capitals do what they're supposed to do. Then everything's yeah, kind of chill, because, like, your other options for, like, hey, this is easy is, like, fighter, and, like, come on now. What is it? Absolutely a solid <laughs> class. Mm, the day we do the fighter class, it's just going to be me making this noise a lot, being like, because, like, <laughs> But Ismay, yes. you can punch so good. No, barbarians <laughs> can punch so good. Barbarians are so good at punch. I mean, literally, okay. neither of these classes are good at punching. Yeah, neither neither of them are good at punch. I mean, That's yeah, very- are good at punch. Monks is a punch. There is, there is a there is a whole punch class, and it's yes. not either of those. <laughs> punch class. Look, I know that monk is punch class, but what if there was punch class? <laughs> Just punch. <laughs> I think that is a yeah. yeah I think the- punch class exists. It's like you go to the gym and learn Sorry. boxing. It's a thing. They do classes <laughs> for it. Nice. But I think there is a because there's a subclass that I think um, was being written on the Matt Colville channel that is the the pugilist I think but I think that's for I think that's a fighter thing anyway. But uh, I've seen I've seen the pugilist done as a full class up on the DMs Guild and it's actually really rather good. Oh yeah. Oh maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. How good are punches? Ten good. 
15 good? I five. mean, the, the whole the whole class is, revolves around punching, so they have to be pretty good. Punch. 20 oh, I just good. thought you were talking about punches in general, like as a, oh, yeah. a verb. <laughs> Rate punch. <laughs> I mean, the, the if concept. you're talking about punches in general, good. 15. My punch is probably about five, maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> like the completely arbitrary punch rating scale. <laughs> Alex firing it with like punching is excellent. So <laughs> my punching not so excellent. No. <laughs> then you're gonna go in with uh, like punching in general, not good because it's a hurt on people. But no, 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 <laughs> punching good. Punch, punch but what if it's the drink? You know, like a punch. Mm. Ooh, That's punch usually good. good. Yeah. Oh, is that not what we were talking about? <laughs> What? Barbarians <laughs> are just very good at making punch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, subclass making it now. Punches, barbarian. <laughs> the subclass would be punches in brackets, not what you think. There was that homebrew that was like chef. What if there was one that was like cocktail maker? Oh, yeah. that'd be good. That's good. Hey, is it too late? Are we already settled on the barbarian thing? Because, hey. I mean, look, we could still title this episode Barbarian and no one will be surprised <laughs> if we spend the rest of the time talking about cocktail making. <laughs> Look, Path of the Totem Warrior. We were talking about how we can maybe homebrew some, like, different totems that you can go for. But here's the thing. It's called a totem spirit. Spirits, punches, punch spirit. Done. (laughs) (laughs) So is this like a a way of the Drunken Master sort of like flavor for (gasps) Barbarian instead of Monk? Is that where we're going for this? Yes. That is where we're going for this. Like, like Rage Dabbers is just you chugging. (laughs) Path of the Angry Drunk. Path of yeah. the Angry Drunk. Oh. Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting Drunken Master up to see what we're competing against. So there's no crossover. We're making, yeah. we're making a homebrew subclass right here. It's happening. Look, subclass for Barbarian, Drunken Master, very good. I feel like especially will lend itself well to like Barbarian Dwarves are already like a pretty good staple. This is like the Barbarian Dwarf pinnacle. I feel like. Which okay, is so excellent. first off, mm. you have proficiency. In brewer supplies. I feel like that's a must. I mean, fair, but like that—that's like a like. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, that's absolutely a ribbon end. effect. It's it's something you add on, and then there's the real feature as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at the the fair. drunken monk, and it's not really about getting drunk. It's about like the drunken martial arts style. That's like part of the kung oh. fu, like fighting starts. Oh, the whole like more like tipsy a, sway um, sort of thing. So I think that just gives us free reign to really do whatever we want. Uh, do we tie this to? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I I don't know if you want me to, like... Okay, so we're talking about a lot of homebrew here. Um, I was curious, so I went on the D&D homebrew wiki. Yes. Um, There is a drunken brawler for the barbarian, and I don't want to... This is what I'm saying. I don't know how much we want me to say things from here. Because, like, obviously I could just, like, read... We could come up with ideas, and then I click on the corresponding idea and read you what other people have decided to do with it. It's... It's... it's it's the D&D wiki, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, sure. That, that's fair. That's a fair reaction. And also, um, we're cuter and cooler than them, so we, we know better. But okay, I just I just want to read out stuck. then just just the, the beginning of the description for <laughs> Drunken Rage, the, the drunken version of Rage. Um, Your rage ends when you fall unconscious asleep or vomit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that it did. <laughs> it comes in again. Uh, if, you're, if your rage would end naturally, uh, you vomit and your rage ends. Like, every time your rage ends, you... <laughs> Okay, well, that that's going in for sure. Like, sorry, we're stealing that. Come on now. So, or, like, you fall asleep in a corner somewhere. Look. Yeah, because oh, that that it's my okay. own thought. 
you can potentially can go into a like a bigger rage, a, a drunken rage, uh, uh-huh. and then when that ends, you fall unconscious for a time. So don't let yes, that. Yes, I was gonna say I was gonna say that, but also like I feel like if you have like a drunken nap for your like for like a short rest or something, then you should get some shit back. Like get your rage back on. Is it? it is it's a long rest that you get all your rages back, right? I think Normally. it's a short rest. Is it? I a think short if rest? you sleep for. Uh, I think if you do your, like, uh, drunken rage, fall asleep, wait the full minute, you get the use of it back. It's a long rage before you you get your rages back. But I feel like maybe on a short on a short rest, if you have, like, a drunken sleep, then maybe you yeah. get, like, a rage back or something. That'd be what cool. if you have a yeah. cup of black coffee? <laughs> oh, you have, like, a nice coffee and just, like, set yourself back up. Cold oh. shower. Do we tie this to actually drinking? Do you actually have to be drunk to use this? If I so... Mean- I feel um, like, yeah. What problems does that cause? Because that is definitely a stress point. It requires materials to use your class features, which, like, Ooh. Uh, is well, it's a it's a uh, thing established in the game. But yeah, I yeah. do like I forget it, that of, there are other DMs that make you need to have like components and stuff. It's off brand like, for a non spellcaster, but not necessarily beyond the pale. But like, it's a fantasy universe. Essentially, beer is like water. It's <laughs> true. Like it's just I mean, literally it's every group of people I play D and D with will al- always make sure to bring like a keg of something along. <laughs> no matter, for, like it doesn't do anything, but they have it. But they have it just in case. <laughs> just in case. I mean, there is always the fact that, like in the Middle Ages, um, water wasn't safe to drink, but beer was um, exactly. sterile. Uh, and it was. Exactly. I, I, should, I should clarify. It was much weaker beer. Well, yeah. <laughs> Modern beer is but, much stronger than medieval beer. But so everything is fine. Yeah. So for for the the path of the drunken brawler, all the paths you get things at third level, sixth level, tenth level, and fourteenth level. What should the third level thing be? I think that's like the can, right when you get your pack. You can uh, when you go into a rage. You can choose to go into a drunken rage, perhaps if you have a drink, and you get better. You're, you're good and better, but if you finish that rage, you fall yeah. unconscious for uh, a minute, let's say. <laughs> oh, that's so dangerous. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, sort like- of um, based on this slightly off the berserker who does a similar thing. They go into a berserker rage, and yeah. once they finish their rage, they gain a level of exhaustion. So it's that... Give yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get to make an attack as a bonus action, so the drunken brawler should do something else. I think maybe I was thinking something along the lines of like the attack being able to uh, influence like enemies nearby as well. Just in that way of you know when people are drunk and like fighting and flailing around, and they will always manage to hit someone that is not the person that they want to <laughs> hit. <laughs> yeah, you're too flailing, um, baby. Too flailing. Too all over the place. <laughs> So like kind of two attacks is one, but more like 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 big bigger sweepier attack essentially. Mm. Mm. Like as like you can when you make attacks on your turn, if you miss, you can like use a reaction to roll again or something. Ooh. If you miss a target, you can potentially roll again to hit another target also within reach. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I do like that a mm, lot. A different target. In fairness, like it's a pretty big trade off for falling unconscious in what could be the middle of a battle. Your like... rage has to come to an end. 
during the fight, though, which is difficult to happen, but possible. Yeah, but it does happen. There are specific times when it can be the meaning of life or death. Like, sometimes you have not uh, done things because you're, like, falling through the air or drowning or something, and that will murder you very badly. (laughs) I've just had a thought. Yo. The I feel like the capstone feature could potentially be that when you well maybe the tenth level because they tend to be non-combat when you go into a a, a rage and then um, fall asleep you can uh, spend that minute to expend hit dice to recover hit points okay. and it is that it is that yeah. sort of like drunk drunk nap kind of thing that rejuvenates you that only has like direct bearing on the first one like it's not like a thing that you can just use a bunch of times you know yes. You have to expend a, have to a, a use it. of your rage to do so. Yeah, essentially. Maybe you use your. Maybe you can use up. You can rather than getting more restfulness, you can expend your bonus action to like roll a hit dice as like bonus damage on an attack. But you obviously consume the hit dice Ooh, because okay. you're yeah you're like using up your stamina <laughs> because you're just yeah i've seen that mechanic used in other homebrew to represent like blood magic i was thinking something more along the lines of like something kind of bard like in giving help to other people just because like when you're feeling down at a party and your very drunk friend comes over and is like listen you're the best person in the world and i love you and no one else has ever been as cool <laughs> and as good as you are and then you feel better better and then you're like yeah i did just vomit on myself but i'm still cool and special and i should definitely go back into this club and not go home yes well that's so what like I was say, that like, vibe some level of uh, a social yeah yeah <laughs> just what it just what you can you can like purify a condition from a party member like as Ooh. an action you just like grab them by the shoulders <laughs> I do. Someone's like being that. affected by fear or something. You're like, listen. You can, <laughs> do, yeah, you can I just do bring really them out like that. Charmed or frightened. Perhaps is yeah, the six yeah. level feature. I, I like, I like the idea that it could be any condition. And just like <laughs> <laughs> have to Stop justify it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, see, your friends just poisoned, like literally poisoned physically, and you're just like, no, you're the best. And they're like, well, yeah, I'm not poisoned anymore. <laughs> you can shake it off. It's fine. Shake it. What about Look. like? petrified like turned to stone yeah that's fine don't worry about it shake it off can you, can you do this on enemies can you make an invisible creature like visible again just by like <laughs> if you can find them <laughs> you're over there i can see you probably have to be a willing creature but i do like the idea of like randomly grasping about and finding an invisible person be like hey you look great you should let everyone see you you look so good <laughs> i like the idea that if you have like a <laughs> if you if you're attacking an invisible target or something you don't get like disadvantage like not like you normally would just because you're not actually looking at people when you're attacking them anyway you're just kind of going on instinct a drunken rage <laughs> while you're raging oh my god <laughs> Could that be our 10th level one? Just because, uh, like... It's very just, situational, I feel like it, yeah, it should I be, know. like, part of a bigger feature. It should be part of a bigger feature, I, I feel. I very much so, like yeah. that the flavor text would be, yeah, you could just see invisibility now. It's not like you were fucking looking at him anyway, huh? <laughs> like, that's so good. <laughs> Perhaps you just can't have disadvantage on your attacks. I don't know why that would be the case, but... <laughs> 
Like, I don't know why. <laughs> just feeling very confident. <gasps> Drunk overconfidence. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> you right, bitch. That's the name of the feature. <laughs> Yo, you right. Drunk overconfidence. Yeah. Okay. We need a six level one still. Um, that could be the one where you convince them out of being prone or like unconscious or any feature. <laughs> oh, that's I guess. A, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. It should apply to being prone as well. That's great. <laughs> you just like you're just your friends like lying on the ground and you're like, come on, you can, you can, you're yeah. the, you can do this. And then they can get up without wasting an action. <laughs> just imagine someone like restrained by a net, and you're like, "How how how are you helping?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "You out there, you silly gimbal!" Oh, this is a very good class. Is the only problem that I'm seeing. All right, so so six level will be the get them out of certain conditions. Mm. Like yes, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with a list. Charmed and frightened, something else maybe. Uh, so what would tenth level be then? Like, we've just we've got the same problem, just transferred to a different mm. one. That could be the one that I was suggesting before, where you like if you do your, you do your little nap, you get to spend hit dice. Isn't that just like a short rest? You feel like yeah, but it takes a minute. Like a short, short. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, a it's a very short, short rest, rest, but it's yeah. still a short rest. Uh, it's, very, it's a very, it's very short rest. To having spent a rage and then mm. ending the rage, yeah, so like, um, yeah. so it's, it's, maybe. it just, it, uh, it, I like, mean, I agree that it lacks a sentence of something, I think, but maybe it's, maybe it's fine. spent anyway, so like, I don't know. I feel like it needs some oomph, but I don't know what the oomph is. Shall I, um, shall I check the wiki <laughs> <laughs> for inspiration? <laughs> Oh gosh! Like if there's, I think this might it might all be garbage. Um, like we could also we could we could we could come back to this. <laughs> you know we won't come back. No, to we this. won't come you back. You know to this for a fact, fact we will not come well, back I, to this. I don't know who I'm kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I will like legitimately like type this up and put it up on DM's Guild later. Like, oh hell I, yeah. Okay, well, how about if you if you take the if you take the dash action on your turn, uh-huh. this is inspired by, but not the same as one on the wiki. Okay. If you take the dash action, you can make a free, and you like end your dash next to an enemy. You can make a free like body slam attack and just like just slam into the oh. people. Like, not not grapple, not not punch. Just like you just throw yourself. <laughs> And then you both like go prone and you both take damage or something. You can make a shovel attack, maybe. I like that very bad of just like barreling your big dumb <laughs> self into someone. <laughs> exactly. And like, like, because your initial thought is, oh yeah, like a like a half orc <laughs> fucking barreling down and smashing into someone. Imagine a halfling just fishing, <laughs> <and laughs> running, and colliding with someone and sending them flying. That's Not, good. Uh, not to get us completely off topic, but I've only played a barbarian <laughs> once, and it was to play a non-barbarian because yes. of that fact. I, I, yes. I Little and thought punchy. it was just a wonderful image of a drunk halfling just barreling into somebody, just barreling into someone and knocking them just dead. Like, it's so good. I do. Yeah, I think that I don't know what our like actual what the numbers and stuff would be because if numbers, but uh, yeah, I, I I think that that's a good that's a good tenth level like run in and just smash someone to pieces. It's very It'd good. It'd probably look like a shove attack, I reckon. But I want damage, though. I want yeah, damage I want both there. people to fall over. <laughs> it's very important to me that everyone <laughs> okay. falls over. Perhaps, everyone does need to fall over. it's not conditional to dashing, but you can do like a 
a full body shove where you do damage, but you fall prone too. Yeah, you do have to topple over in like a cool comic fashion and smush them under <laughs> you. Again, such a good look for like a halfling or a gnome. Just like yeah. you crush them to death with your <laughs> tiny, tiny body. It's like a bullet. <laughs> I like the idea with this class that like everything about it, there's a drawback specifically against yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Like, e- it, yeah. So we need a, oh uh, a level 14 I... capstone. Didn't we have one? I thought we had one. Did we? What was it then? <laughs> Didn't we? I forgot all of them. No, it was, there you, was. You forget if you do not hit a person, you can roll Brain. for someone or near them. Uh, you can you, shake oh, off other people's effects shake off other people's effects mm. by being by being like a drug master of love and beauty and soulfulness i don't know being able to see invisible people because you weren't <laughs> looking at them already <laughs> yeah the fucking the thing we just had look that's four okay. i can listen back to it later and remember <laughs> yeah my bethinka think isn't so good some of them should probably go as the same go together as the same feature but I think I think we I think we've created perfection <laughs> and it doesn't need any changes. Definitely so. the character I'm playing the next <laughs> se- the next uh campaign I get involved in. I know that we forgot all of them and are kind of confused on the details, but we did for once kind of go through and actually make something on crit chat, which is delightful. <laughs> we've done it a few times, but uh <laughs> it always surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> we're all wonderful creative people, uh, but we're not great on follow- fo- following. Following <laughs> the. <yeah. laughs> Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host Ismay. Hope that you're enjoying this episode. Uh, as I was going through and editing, I was writing down all the things. Uh, I'm gonna. It, it's all like typed up, format, and everything. I'm gonna send it over to the crit chat crew. See if they've got, like, some last-minute touches that we can put on it. Uh, and we will have this available to you as soon as humanly possible. It's looking really good. Like, I got all of the, the best things that we'd said, put them onto levels, like, done a little bit of tweaks and twunks and otters, I don't know, and made, made it into a pretty good subclass. So it should be available to you on all of our social media. What, what's our ding dang social media, you're asking now? Well... Listen up, stupid. I'm about to fucking tell you. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're very smart. Um, Go over and find it on our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash crit chat. You can also find it on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat or on our Discord, which will be in the link down in the description. And then you can play this great subclass all on your own. Well, not really on your own. Like, you probably have to have some friends. The D&D is a friend kind of based game. Don't worry about it. Anyway, those are the places that you can go if you want to find us on social media and find the great thing. It would also help us if you shared maybe this thing and also just shared us about in general on social media. We don't have any money to, like, pay for advertising and things. So the only way people come and listen to us is if you make them, please make them. Make them. Please. Do it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god, you're too kind. Like, if you're not doing it right now, like, I'm just gonna be rambling for a little bit, so while I'm doing the middle of the podcast break chat, you can also just be, like, tweeting about it. Look, multitask, baby. Other things that I'm here to tell you about, if you want to help us out in a money's way, as well as a word of mouth way, uh, you can help us by going onto Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. Uh, you can donate as little as a dollar a month or donate as much as fucking, I don't know what the highest level is, but you could do that too. Uh, you get lots of different rewards at lots of different levels and 
at any level, you get two really cool things. One, you get some like awesome behind the scenes content that you would not hear otherwise. And you also get invited to games that Alfred runs. And then it is the Space Scoundrels games. They are very fun. They are very good. Uh, and you can help come and play with us. So you can do that if you go over to our Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash crit chat. I also keep forgetting, but we also have a merch store that you can find if you go. It's just a Redbubble store. So, you know, uh, it's fine. Uh, but you can find it if you go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash crit chat. All one word. And you can get some cool things there. You can be like, hey, I love this ding dang show. Um, we're not making a lot of money off it. It's like, they're as cheap as they can be without actively losing us money. So go and, go and support the show, show your love of the show, and it would be radical and cool, and you should do that. Uh, last but not least, uh, we don't mention it at the end, so I'm gonna mention it now. You should go and listen to Half Damage. Half Damage is an actual play podcast that a bunch of us play. Uh, both Alfred and Allie, who are on this episode, are regular players in it. It is kind of going through Curse of Strad, but not like how you've ever seen it before. It's got a cool reality TV show twist. It has got a good mix of funs, spooks, and people, like actual human beings doing actual crying over fantasy characters. So you should go check that out wherever you find podcasts that is half damage. I'll let you get back to the episode now and I hope you enjoy the rest of Barbarian Day, baby! Shall we discuss the um, the barbarians mm-hmm. as is given to us by Wizards Considering we haven't touched that yet I mean, with a 10-foot pole. What do, you, what do you need to know? The big old fighty boy. Angry, angry friends yeah, he's an angry that boy. like to do big smash. <laughs> You've either got like the two <laughs> kinds that people normally play, which is big angry hulky friend, or heart of gold big galumphing idiot friend. Uh, that is just like everyone's big tall friend and always has a little small friend because that's a good matchup dynamic. What else needs to be said about barbarians, really? I've- so I was, I was just I was doing some looking and I was thinking about barbarians <laughs> and um. The Oxford Dictionary defines barbarian <laughs> as. I'm sorry, are you, you this guy at a wedding? What are you talking oh, about? God, I love you. A member so much. of a people not belonging to one of the great civilizations in ancient times. Um, and the examples listed are Greek, Roman, and Christian, which um, it, it sort of poses barbarians as. Bad? It's <laughs> sort of bad that it's called a barbarian. It poses barbarians as the antithesis to civilization as it were (laughs) and i think that's interesting culturally i will Uh, also put out there i'm not sure because i don't have the dictionary with me but i'm pretty sure along the dictionary lines it would probably say elf one of santa's wee boys you know so like there's some divergence (laughs) well yes obviously but like the history of terms and stuff is like where where these things come from and i think it's interesting to explore that because so much of the barbarian we see in D&D is defined by how we perceive the uh, the Celtic people, who are a, a group of people who lived in Europe that the Romans and Greeks would have been calling barbarians. Yeah, because they're garbage. <laughs> Not the barbarians. <laughs> yes, this isn't so. me calling the barbarians garbage. And, and even in D&D today, like, they still have this feel of like living in tribal or uh, chiefdom society, whether that be uh, sort of a, um, a European feel, if you're going for the, the Celtic or... Anglo-Saxon or potentially Viking-style things, or some peoples outside of Europe, uh, more indigenous populations around the world, which the Totem Warriors uh, archetype and the uh, Path of the Ancestral Guardian fit into very well and seem to be largely inspired by. Yeah, like, thinking about it, it is like a weird kind of thing that they've done. It's like, ah, yes, barbarians. We all know them as big, punchy, 
nightmares. I think the rage feature is probably, like, in a way, the weakest point of the barbarian class, because it has such strong ties to the Celtic berserker that it sort of feels exclusionary to a lot of other sort of concepts, you know. Berserkers, as far as we know, like, like Native American totem warrior berserkers, it's a weird sort of thing to gel together. I find the lack of um, capacity to make characters inspired by indigenous peoples a bit disappointing in D&D. But the more just like the idea of rage being kind of um restrictive as a mechanic in terms of creating other like subclasses and things because i was thinking that it, it, it's sort of just like a it's like the only class that has this mm-hmm. like kind of transformational element to it and um i think that rage could probably be like translated to like a lot of different characters with a transformational element like like i mean like, like I, I guess like a werewolf but i was thinking like she-ra yeah. um, uh, is like oh she-ra is a like barbarian she tra- literally transforms oh but it's not like really it's it's not really rage but it's kind of like yeah yeah you know it's like an alternate thing yeah i've seen rage be reflavored into sort of a warrior's trance sort of thing a fair yeah. amount too it's one of those ones that's like pretty easily reskinable uh in a lot of ways which is nice mm. so like it, yeah the the kind of like name of it always implies that it's going to be like a big angry thing obviously but it can be reskinned pretty easy i very much like the the likening to she-ra that is very very good actually because she is my big dumb jock girlfriend and is definitely a barbarian <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I will say though, just because you can reskin a feature uh, very easily, the fact that it's written down so explicitly what it is does still cement it in stone as being like this is the official story. Yeah. And for a lot of groups and a lot of players, they don't want to depart from that, so it is still uh, restrictive because that's how some people play. Yeah, and so uh, like yeah, in fact, like we do a lot of buck wild shit around here at Crit Chat headquarters. Uh, that it kind of diverts a lot from the books and the source material. Because oh yeah, absolutely. yeah. So that's what the Crit Chat's mm. all about: making your games a little bit better by realizing that rage sometimes doesn't have to be angry, boys, and sometimes it's becoming a magical princess. I think um, <laughs> everything. I think almost every tabletop game rule also has a baseline that could be controversial in certain ways like Kai is mentioning but yeah. also they have to set I'm not saying that it's right or that it's the way that it should go but I think the viewpoint is we have to set rules in stone because the, this is a rule book so yeah. we have to exactly. have a baseline that everyone can follow and that everyone understands and then going off of there if you have house rules if you go to any just as a a game mechanic, then that's what you're going to do. Um, I'm not saying that that's assumed by everyone playing the game. I'm not saying that that, because clearly there are people that are obsessed with following the rule book, and that already makes it a problem to have something that culturally set in stone. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what I always viewed it as, is we have to have a baseline that everyone understands, and then go have fun. And then improve But upon. that's that's also the people that I play with. Yeah. It's just like, unlike any pretty much any other class in the player's handbook, uh, the barbarian comes with this implied culture that you are going to be living in a tribe or a chiefdom. And obviously you can make a barbarian who's like lives in in a in a big city but it feel it's counter to the um the default story and i think that's just 
it's an interesting take, I think. Yeah, like I, I get 100% what you mean because like there are there are different ones like, you know, like the wizard and shit where it's just like, oh, well, you're like, you have to go to college and stuff, but like going to college and stuff, but it's not like, hey, this is what we think of a whole culture, you know? And then obviously there's stuff like Druid and stuff as well, oh, but yeah, they're yeah. very, very loosely based on a particular sect of a long dead culture group so it's very specific but like look here's my main thing who in popular culture would be barbarians no wrong answers except there are very many wrong answers go because <laughs> like here's the problem we alfred already knocked it out of the park with she-ra literally mm-hmm. i don't know if there's gonna be a better one so we just have to kind of get past that i guess i would like to pitch um unikitty from the lego movie <laughs> oh my god yes. so alfred has two winners and <laughs> i'm gonna sit yeah. this one out <laughs> We all just suck here. Like, Alfred, can you just say, like, a bunch more and then we'll pretend that we say them? Like, we'll just do them in fun voices and be like, oh, I had an idea. Sure. You'll get, like, a writer's credit. Cool. I mean, I can't, I I just, I just want to double down on Unikitty for a moment just to say, like, uh, like, there there is not, as far as I know, a barbarian subclass where, like, part of your feature is becoming, like, a mount, like a fast cool mount when you get angry like in the lego movie 2 um so yeah that that is not fully explored i want to play unikitty and become a giant tiger mount (laughs) maybe like totem of elk you don't transform but oh that's so good is the only problem now now that i'm thinking about it another choice that i had was the hulk um, as kind of a boring obvious choice but like like it's two people who are like it's not just they get angry they also get twice as big i mean yeah <laughs> and that's not actually a thing that barbarians do so maybe there should be a path of the big guy <laughs> subclass path of the big boy <laughs> is, is... It's, it's actually like a subclass i've i've made and i've oh, been working on i'm not having it yet but love a path of the big boy path of the colossus i'm calling it oh that's good See, I was coming with my weak sauce like Gordon Ramsay bullshit, but like I, I literally have Gordon Ramsay written yeah. down as well. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I was okay, yeah, yeah. I was trying to decide oh, what the culinary so subclass would be called, and I was like, Path of the Devil's Kitchen, but uh, but like I don't <laughs> Path of the Path of the Devil's Eggs. Path so. of the Nine Hells Kitchen. Oh, Ooh, there's the one. Kitchen. That's that's, it. that's the money. That's the money oh, right God. there. I just want to make a million more characters now. This is so much more fun. <laughs> These are so great. <laughs> Subclasses are the way to go, baby. You just go into a tavern and oh, the food yeah. is terrible, and you just start throwing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about Wario? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, that's uh, a draconic, draconic so- sorcerer. Yeah, he's a draconic yeah, no, but, okay, so- sorcerer. But total. He gets he gets dunked in lava and then comes back as bones, and the bones are angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, like those are some angry bones. Is it? He's got like Kamek's got levels of necromancer. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, because Bowser falls in the lava and then Kamek casts a spell on him. Like Bowser's not <laughs> doing that. That's Kamek. It's been positive uh, that Bowser has his own magical abilities, though. I mean, I mean, possibly. Anger but. is a magical ability. No, he always like <laughs> has to like seek out <laughs> objects of power, like grand stars, to like um 
like steal the, the power mm-hmm. from the universe and like make him real right. big and all that. So I can't think of an example of the way Bowser just does a spell without like any sort of mystical artifact being used. It's just it's just the rage that fills his personality, like his persona, carries through a- after death and animates his skeleton. It's just raw rage that is keeping that skeleton upright. <laughs> There's no necromancy involved. <laughs> so my, I will jump in here and tell you immediately that Kai and Alfred have already won the game. And uh, I, I do mean, not expect yeah. this one actually to make anything. But my brain has been stuck in a record groove for a day because I am exhausted. Uh-huh. And all it keeps telling me is Kool-Aid Man all over and over and over again. <laughs> So I just have to tell you guys that. Allie? It it comes around to the punch thing again. He just just runs through walls. He doesn't even care. Oh my god, it's it's punch. It's punch Punch. and punch. Oh my god, it's punch. Allie? It's punch. Yeah, yeah. You gave yourself too little credit. Holy shit, the (laughs) Kool-Aid man. You unwittingly (laughs) created decided the perfect... And like... Completed our circle. Isn't there one of the the barbarians that has like building? What is that thing called? Like siege siege thing when it takes out buildings. Good. Grog had that because he had a magic item. Is that what you're thinking of? That might be it, or like I might just be thinking, yeah. But give it for the yeah. Kool Aid Man. <laughs> my 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 last my last point with um barbarians is that because like although it seems like they're just like crazy rage balls, um, huh. kind of the barbarian thing is that it's like a controlled rage, right? Like you're harnessing rage, um, and I and and it made me think of um like hard ass interviewers like people who interview politicians yeah. and ask uh, um, hard <laughs> questions and i was like that was that would be the perfect like bad barbarian crossover right it's oh like people God. who harness their rage to create in- extremely cutting insults <laughs> and difficult questions oh. <laughs> again with same kind of thing as the hulk where it's like it's not a very like new out there answer but you've got like bane from batman which is a good one i mean like th- that's kind of along the same lines of like adding the flavor text the rage because his rage is um magic goop that he puts in his him but or, or it's just yeah. darkness it's just <laughs> i was born in the dark, born in the dark. <laughs> you only adopted it plus two to attack if you kick someone's back instead of their front <laughs> <laughs> like kick someone's back just like kicking backs around here <laughs> Every time you get into a fight, <laughs> you're just breaking people's back. backs. That's horrible. You just, <laughs> no one, just you never finish does. anyone off. You just break everyone's <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You just end <laughs> and the fight was surrounded by people with broken vertebrae. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never kills anybody. Christ. Just leaves them crippled. On for that life. fucking terrifying note. Uh, it's time that we we end. I guess. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's do the plug stuff. Allie, do you have any plugs? Uh, I'm just going to switch up my usual and just say, listen to episode 69 of this (laughs) podcast if you haven't already, which if you haven't already and you're listening to this one, that's pretty buck wild. If you skip that one. Ismay is excellent at editing and it is one of the freaking funniest things that I've ever been I've ever been honored also, to be part of. If for nothing else, just for the ending where it sounds like me and Alfred are falling oh, in love. <laughs> that was, it's such a good moment. It's so funny. Oh, I was, good. It was, it was just like the intensity of me editing it and then being like, oh, this is good music for this. And then it was just because we started off and I was like, hey, Alfred. And you just go, 
hey. In like such a delightful, loving way. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, no, no, this sounds like now we're boyfriends. Oops. Oops, now we're boyfriends. Oh, um, also, real life bard, Emily Kuklinski. Real life bard, Emily Kuklinski. Yeah. Just spin hot beats. God damn it. This episode you know. 69 was very good. Kai, what plugs do you have? Uh, yeah, so um, I do a, um, a another podcast with my brother, um, and it's a Doctor Who fancast called Brothers in Time. Uh, we uh, try to talk about Doctor Who as much as possible, but it's a task that proves difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's a great podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> And you can find it wherever podcasts are sold. If you're listening to this, you like podcasts that don't talk about what they're supposed to talk about. So, like, there you go. I really want to stay on topic. <laughs> we stay on topic this time. You guys are fine. This is all right. But like, oh, Mason, <laughs> yes, oh, it's all right. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Let's put that on the iTunes reviews. <laughs> For me, if you want to find me, you can find me at a teacup gamer uh, anywhere and everywhere. I do twitch a lot of the time uh, i'm gonna be doing a lot more of the time because my terrible job is shutting down so fuck it uh i'm also Cup gamer on like instagram and twitter and all that jazz so you can go and follow me on all of those for crit chat you can find us on itunes by searching crit chat in podcasts and leave us a five-star review for this five-star show or find us on all the best podcast apps every other saturday until then i've been ismay i've been alfred and my favorite uh 5e wiki barbarian subclass is path of the strongest you got me that's <laughs> you got you found it it's the best one you did it it's the strongest, strongest. oh dear lord i've been Allie, <laughs> and i've been kai and i have no time for the dnd wiki not, not a single second <laughs> you've been listening to crit chat see you later nerds <laughs>